Blog Talk Radio. Sometimes it's all will come and go. Try to clear your mind, but confusion won't let you know that deep inside there's a sacred place where all uncertainty can be raised. I never learned to know myself, and I was afraid. Right now I need to heal myself. Well, just like a brook that runs so deep, I spent my life just being asleep. It takes enlightenment to know that what you learn is toxic. It takes enlightenment to know that you can learn toxicity. Good afternoon, and welcome to the Powers of Mind, Enlightenism Spiritual Freedom Broadcast. I am Carolyn Kelly, Enlightenism teacher and consciousness practitioner. And I will lead you in our guided meditation today. The guided meditation is designed to take you away from the hustle and bustle of daily living, the anger, the fragmentation that becomes involved in our lives. And we've picked it up before we know it, and we're running around trying to serve everyone except ourselves. And so the broadcast gives you that opportunity to find that clear space that is always there and has always been there. So I ask that you come to a place of calmness within. For all of you that can come to that place of calmness, I realize that maybe some people are driving and cannot. So I ask that you just listen to the words in the meditation. For all of you that can come to that place of calmness, I ask that you close your eyes very gently and begin to breathe in and out in a slow and calming manner. As you listen to the words in the guided meditation taken from the book Enlightenism, I am greater than the I that I created. I awaken this day to affirm my commitment to the greater power of enlightenment. I acknowledge I have no enemies to my affirmation of being whole, perfect, and complete. I understand and accept 
that my work is never finished until I have removed all of the toxicity from my consciousness. I acknowledge I am a creator. I am free of all struggles in my life. I am colorless, faceless, and formless. This is the awareness of being that guides me in this day. I affirm in this day that regardless to what I hear and see, I will remain true and committed to doing the work to express the greater power of enlightenism in my life. I affirm that before I enter into a temporal state of sleep, that my thoughts will be fully focused on the greater power of enlightenism within me. I end my day by accepting that I am the greater power. I ask now that you take a deep, full breath in through your nose and let it out slowly as you open your eyes and come back to the broadcast. Before Brother Malcolm comes to speak, I always like to leave a little thought, a consciousness thought. What I know is our Enlightenism motto, is one that is grounding. And the Enlightenism motto states, We don't use Enlightenism to define God outside of us. We use Enlightenism to define God within us. I now give you Brother Malcolm, author, philosopher, prophet, and creator of Enlightenism, Brother Malcolm. Thank you so much, Sister Carolyn, for those wonderful insights. Love the meditation. Always love the meditation because it calms the mind so that you can get in contact yeah. with new information. Right, right, that's going on, that we sometimes let it pass because of the hurried day that we've involved ourselves in. Absolutely. We are <laughs> on the path of enlightenment. Absolutely. <laughs> Thank you so much, Sister Carla. I appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, okay. Well, folks, Sister Carla just got us started with a great meditation to calm the mind so that we could get into a way of thinking about power, a new way to think about power. I'm shining light on the illusions, on the illusions of toxicity so that you can see very clearly where you are in the world. Begin your day. Who are you aware of being? 
in your day, who are you aware of being? Who is the person that you are aware of being? And how much power do you possess in your life? How much power do you have? Where is the greater power? In my work, I've discovered that the greater power of God is within me. This is where the power is. This power is with me always, even until I no longer participate on the journey. See, at some point, the body stops traveling, you know. Your journey ends, plain and simple. The body ends, terminates, disappears if left alone. So the other part of me continues beyond all comprehension of time. That power is with you today. But when others tell you that you don't have this power, they snuff out the power of imagination and visualization. You're no longer able to imagine or visualize a person outside of the scope of what you have been told about yourself and others in the world. The lights become dimmed, and, and gradually, year after year, they become dimmer until you get into the darkness. Then you can no longer see. Then you become feeling powerless, helpless, and now you're looking for a leader. See, now you bought into this concept, which is what people want you to buy into. They want you to look for somebody other than yourself. They want now. I didn't say uh, because I wasn't there when it happened, but I'm not the one that said that Moses wrote the first five books of the Bible. I'm not the one that said that. Someone else said it, and some of the people that deal with history and, and said that they have documentation that he. Accomplished his feet. So that means he wrote Genesis, Exodus, and all of the others. To put you in a position that the, the Hebrews, the Jews, were in a very, very precarious situation. They were slaves. And they had been unable to find a way out of slavery. So they created their own God. One that was invisible, that was different from the Egyptian gods, which, you know, were idols and you could see them. They had forms. Wanted, they wanted something different. And then the belief in this greater power gave them a deliverer called Moses. And he was able to deliver the people out of slave and bondage. That's how he wrote it. Then we keep thinking this way because over time, other people took up this belief system where you are looking for the next deliverer, the next Messiah. And there have been movies and books written about uh, looking for the next person. I watched a classical movie not too long ago called The 
autobiography of Miss Jane Pittman. And in that movie, each time a baby was born, they would bring the baby to the elders and say, is this the one? Is he the one? Is he the one that's going to take on all of this responsibility and deliver out of our out of our pain and suffering? See, when you look for someone else to deliver you out of pain and suffering, you stop working to deliver yourself. See, you have resigned yourself to believe that you do not have the power to change your life, to free yourself of whatever is causing you to believe that you're in pain and suffering. So now you're waiting on someone else to do the work for you. And that's primarily due because you don't believe that the power, the greater power of God is in you. Because if you accepted this and believed it, then you would know that you don't need anyone to deliver you. You have all the power you need. You were born with all the power you need. But people snuffed it out little by little, telling you, forcing you to believe something and not to question it. Don't ask any questions. I've been saying this all week because that's the position that we find ourselves in. That's why my work is about asking questions, inquiring about your own beliefs and values and discovering a new way to think and live. And I call this new way self-acquired intuitive knowledge. This is not any knowledge about, you know, know the self. I'm not talking about that toxic know the self. I'm talking about a part that you have not experienced yet that transforms your life. I'm not talking about discovering what Moses did, whether he wrote the five books or not is irrelevant to you. Doesn't change your life today if you're hungry, if you're suffering, if you're in a cell somewhere, if you're angry about what is happening in the world and what's happening in your life. By you knowing that Moses wrote the five books of the scriptures, of the Bible, it's not going to help you. You need another different type of power that comes from understanding who you are and how much power you possess. You're free to believe anything that you want to believe. Everything has been prepared for you to believe and you just choose whatever is in the buffet of ideas, of careers. But there is another meal that you can dine from, and it's called consciousness, unconditioned consciousness that comes from self-acquired intuitive knowledge. So you don't spend all of your time wondering about what happened in the past because you cannot change it, nor were you there. That means you must rely upon someone else. And you have all of these varying uh, opinions about what happened. Now, one thing you do know for a fact, you know this for a fact, 
whether you can accept it or not. Human beings lie a lot. They specialize in lying and deception. They lie about a lot of things that they teach in order to keep us believing and thinking a certain way. Then you may discover some little seemingly innocuous things like the lie about Santa Claus. You know, some of those little lies that they told to little children, and you think that that's an innocuous lie. But no, it covers another big lie, that you do not have the power to free yourself from the pain in your life, that you do not possess this power. And therefore, your children, who you are training and teaching, look at you and say, you don't have any power. You don't have any power. You've been stripped of your power by some beliefs that took your mind away from you, took your power away from you. So you've had a controlled mind. You're still waiting on somebody to come and deliver you. You waiting on the next leader to come and mouth off all of the things about what is happening in the world and what they want you to do in order to assimilate into toxicity. This is the removal of toxicity. There's an assumption that you have when you want to assimilate into something that is better than what you already possess. Well, there's nothing better than what you possess. There can never be anything better than the power that's within you. Never. So then you began to recognize when you began to understand the power in you, then you began to imagine and visualize something outside of the scope of toxicity. But it's very difficult. Just taking an example of, of a slave. It would be very difficult for a slave who has never experienced freedom of the mind. And if they had experienced it, someone had taken it away from them. So how can you imagine freedom? How can you visualize freedom? So it's very easy then to say freedom looks like what the slave master has. And then you set out to mimic that freedom. You set out to mimic. This may be a bitter pill to swallow, but it's something that you cannot deny. You cannot refute the consciousness of truth, what you know to be true. You may try to find a reason not to believe it because it makes you uncomfortable. Well, cleansing the mind is uncomfortable. Claiming this great power in you is uncomfortable at the beginning because you have a lot of things you have to let go of. You cannot carry this power. You cannot carry toxicity into this this power. Because you may think freedom <laughs> is just interacting freely in toxicity. That the laws are no longer preventing you 
from acting free. So now you're free. And then there's this assumption that all the people that you think are free are free of pain and suffering. And I'm telling you, ask somebody, ask someone that you know is free of pain and suffering. That's intoxicity. And you will not find the person. They do not exist. Everyone that is born into the world is born into this toxicity. Those who desire to ask questions and inquire about why they feel the way they do, you become the one that discovered this great power exists in you. Then you know that freedom is not about assimilation into a toxic set of beliefs, but it's the freedom to let go of your dependency on those beliefs for the truth about you. You are greater than the world perceives you to be. Because the world is denying, and you are agreeing with it until you change, that the greater power of God is in you. And see, if people believe this, you would not have violence. You would not have people in positions of authority killing people just because of their form. They would be too frightened to shoot the person because they would know that within that person was God, the greater power of God. But when you do not believe it, and you do not accept it, then you don't express it in your life. You can go to church forever, temple, synagogue, mosque, wherever you go, and you will never find the power until you let go and begin searching in your mind, and your mind must be free. Do you understand some of the metaphors? Give up all and follow me. Now, I'm not talking about all money and stuff. It's talking about the greater power in you that knows the truth about you and your divine purpose in the world and how you can express that divine purpose today, right now. You can begin the process. Oh, just think what would have happened. Think what would have happened 400 years ago if someone had said this to people. What would have happened? Everything would have changed. See, we wouldn't have had a society that labels people. Someone said, well, you're condemning society. No, I'm shining light on the illusions in society that you bought into, I'm shedding light so that you can see that if you feel helpless and powerless and you believe you come from a generation of previous people, your parents, grandparents, and so forth, that felt the same way that you did, then you have a problem. And the problem is a lack of power. You lack the power to change your life. You lack the power to overcome what others have taught you. This is not 
the condemnation of, of my parents and grandparents. All I'm saying is they didn't discover what I'm talking about. They didn't discover because if it had been discovered, they would have shared it with me. They would have said to me, little Malcolm, the greater power of God is within you. And you must do whatever you can to unlearn everything that you have been taught by others to create a free mind. It doesn't mean that you have to forget the things that you have learned. It means that you understand that they're coming from illusory beliefs and values. In other words, people made them up. Made them up. Whether you can accept it or not. Just like people... In philosophy, and I I use philosophy because that's supposed to be my background, but it is my background in toxicity is what I learned. One of the things I learned in philosophy is that there's no evidence, for example, that Socrates ever existed, that he's something that Plato imagined. And all the things you know about Socrates came from Plato and his writings. Does that change philosophy? No, because I had said, as I said to you previously, just a little earlier, human beings have a history of lying a lot in order to control the minds of people that they're lying to. And then the lie is enforced by some type of pressure in society to make you obey to the lie. And therefore, your independent thinking is gone. And people talk about, you know, uh, uh, in, in the Bible, people think about Christ coming back and that he could just liberate all of the people. Christ comes back into the world as a black man, black woman. What do you think is going to happen? You think they're going to all of a sudden let go of the things they've been believing in for generations and say, here is Jesus Christ, the embodiment. He's the embodiment of a black man and a black woman. Has a traffic stop in a, in a city somewhere in the United States of America late at night or even during the day. And he made a sudden move. What do you think? What do you? What does your mind tell you is going to happen? You're going to get shot, or thrown in jail, or be little. Why? Because no can believe it about people that have been described by society as powerless, as victims, because they would say that if you had the power of God in you, you would have never been a slave. And I say the power of God is always in all creations, but you have to discover it in order to use it. And you can't discover it by listening to people who know nothing about it. You have to discover this power for yourself. And when you discover this power for yourself, you begin by asking questions. 
inquiring about inner mind power, letting go of the beliefs the, that you're clinging to that keeps you powerless, and understand that this is all about you, the individual, and your quest to free yourself of pain and suffering. And on that journey, you need power. And I'm saying to you simply, you were born with the power, you have the power, discover the power, use the power, and change how you think and live. I'm Brother Malcolm. Thank you for listening. And continue to listen to the broadcast because you can get some information on a different perspective of a new way to think and live. Thank you, Sister Carolyn. Have a great day. Sometimes your thoughts will come and go. Try to clear your mind, but confusion won't let you know that deep inside there's a sacred place where all uncertainty can be raised. I never learned to know myself, and I was afraid. Right now I need to heal myself well. Just like a bruised head that runs so deep. I spent my life just being asleep. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.